1: you might not be glad that you did.
0: There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they could become something more. We never Welcome to Fury's Finest, a podcast about Marvel Crisis Protocol and the Marvel Universe. My name is Jesse Aiken, and I'm joined by someone special today. Chris is not here. I have Patrick. Patrick, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Jesse. How about you?
0: Couldn't be better. It's been really fun. All these conversations you and I have had over the last couple of years, and I bet some of the listeners might not know who you are, Patrick, but I bet a lot of listeners do know who you are. So Patrick is law talking guy from the discord, from the patron discord, and Patrick, you run our leagues.
1: Well, I organize the league. I, I'm i the button pressure. I'm the button pusher.
0: I've been doing a lot of local events in the past year or so. And it's like organizing really is one of the toughest parts. But you're right. When you kind of get in that flow and you get people showing up and stuff, the pressure kind of loosens. And it can be more button pressing. But I, I we're definitely not button pressing because we've got some interesting... We've got a lot of different players and you and I thought it'd be fun to dock the league today because I feel like we've advertised the league on the podcast a lot off and on different ways, but we have never had like a singular episode devoted to it. So you and I thought about having just a a tight, shorter episode that just talks about the league. And when you join the Furious Finest Patreon, you of course immediately get added into the Discord right away. As long as your Patreon is linked to your Discord, make sure it is if you've joined. And it'll immediately add you in the Discord. And then of course you get of course immediate access to things like the league and more parts of the painting gallery with no name, which will be just dropped that episode. And just, of course, the rest of the wonderful Discord community, which is just an amazing community, and I'm thankful for it every day. But the League is something very special, Patrick, because this was the first community thing that you came to me with, and you started you and I basically talked about it, and then we started it in all the way back in 2021.
1: Yeah, I, this was the, this podcast was kind of what got me into Crisis Protocol to start with, and Crisis okay. Protocol was really my first tabletop miniatures game that I've played. So um, so I was really just kind of a babe in the woods trying to figure out what all of this was, was going on. But I did had heard about kind of this big global tabletop simulator league, TTS league, that was going on, and people would talk about it and, you know, about how it was quote-unquote defining the meta and how it was just kind of this big sort of thing that existed in the background. And from day one when I joined the, the Discord and got a chance to be part of this just really awesome positive community, which by the way, if you're not part of the Discord, what are you waiting for? Join for Crying Out Loud. <laughs> so I got to thinking, well, why don't we just do our own league? I mean, I I come at this in some ways like I run I've run a fantasy football league just in our home area for like twenty some years. So this is kind of old hat in terms of, okay, well let's get a bunch of people together and put a league together and let's have some fun. And this just was sort of a natural extension of that.
0: Awesome. Uh, That makes perfect sense. So that's kind of like the start. And so you talked about the greater TTS league. So you had the idea of just doing a league for the patrons and the, our smaller discord community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I want, I mean, really it's all about me as most things should be. (laughs) i I wanted to try something like this and I thought, mm-hmm. okay, these are some pretty cool people um, so let's see if we can kind of get them together and let's just see what we can do and And it'll push me to play a little more and play a little more competitively, I'll get better at the game, at least theoretically so it really was just kind of scrolling through the Discord and there's an element thinking yeah, why don't we do this? Well, somebody needs to do this well, I guess I'm doing this <laughs> Perfect.
0: Yeah, and I love the idea when you reach out to me, and of course, I've tried to help you in every way I can. And you know, now I'm doing pairings for the leagues, which is great. So Patrick can focus on the organizing part, and I can focus on just the week to week pairings uh, because I've gotten real good at long shanks. It's taken some time, and you know, you and I both. We've used different systems before Longshanks. That shows you how old our leagues are now at this point because the community had not even fully adopted Longshanks until late 21, early 2022, honestly, um, in full swing. Honestly, probably the summer of 2022. So now we're fully in Longshanks. Everything is. So that's great too because we can look back and reference stuff, which is really neat.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is old enough where Secret Wars 1 was done entirely on a Google spreadsheet. Right. <laughs> and then. You know, we, we used a different system. And then I think Secret Wars 3 was the first one we did in Longshanks. Um, and then you had the idea, which I'm really glad we did, was to get the results for 2 and 1 and put them back into Longshanks. So now we actually have historical data for all four Secret Wars that we've done. So we can go back we can see what's happened and... and kind of compare apples to apples a little bit
0: yeah and it tells a tale of the meta and our leagues too and it's also very cool because you know secret wars one and two were obviously smaller than the ones that have followed since and i had some players reach out to me asking about the stats and all these things and, and patrick and i kind of talked and we're like oh well we could just import this stuff from challenge and the google docs to long shanks and it'll take some time but we can do it over a long period of time and get all in there and it's very cool because it's neat to see reoccurring names patrick signing for this new league which we're about to get to today from all the way back in secret wars one uh, but also what they were playing back then how they were doing and then of course when we imported all that into long shanks it did update and give everybody their like affiliation achievements and stuff which i just thought was like the best part
1: yeah i mean you know long shanks is great it does have a touch of a participation trophy element to it. So if we can get people the credit for the games that they've already played, then all the better, you know, that that just becomes a virtuous circle where you, you know, you encourage people to play more games, which gets you more recognition, which means you play more games and it all everybody's just happy.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said it's a it's a trail of bread we can follow like the breadcrumbs are there. We can look at everything that we've did and everything we've done to now and i guess talking about those leaks patrick we'll do a quick summary of secret wars one through four because of course our main topic today is going to be secret wars five which is starting very soon so secret wars one we started in roughly the summer fall of 21 is that right
1: that's right we um yeah it started it started in the fall so i mean i had no idea what tabletop tournaments actually looked like i i my first my first for reals tournament I had gone. T- I didn't go to it until the summer of '22. So, so when I put it together, I just sort of did what I know, and sure. what I know, being a ginormous sports nerd, is that the World Cup's pretty cool. So, the first two Secret Wars, we set up World Cup style, where we broke everybody up into different groups, and you know, and had them play round robin in the groups and then the groups were used to seed a knockout tournament and that that's how we ended up playing 1 and 2 and 2 we had enough players that that became a pretty substantial tournament
0: yeah with substantial groups right
1: <laughs> that's right yeah i mean we had a we had a we had a we had a really nice and it, it wasn't kind of an even number so we ended up having like preliminary play-ins as part of the knockout bracket which right. was cool and did kind of work. But, and as as I've kind of learned as we've gone on, part of the problem that we had found out was conceptually yeah. for the entire tournament, it's really cool, but it also creates a lot of less fun experiences because if you have a buy, yay, I have a buy. Also, boo, I have to wait to play and that's no fun. <laughs> right. So as we've kind of played through it, and and I've had a chance to sort of, you know, we've we've sort of tested out these non traditional types of tabletop gaming uh, right. tournaments. What I've really discovered is that the the mech the Swiss mechanism going to a cut it does two things. One, it kind of maximizes everybody's play time. Right, it right. might not be the most efficient way to find a champion, but it's the most efficient way to have everybody playing at the same time, which is more right. fun. And two, it's what people are expecting. And Mm. so you're not spending time sort of trying to have people sort of take up mental bandwidth, trying to understand these weirdo rules, and then (laughs) play the game. You can just, it's like, okay, yeah, this is a tournament. I know how the tournament works. And then, so it just becomes part of the background.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I I mean, you kind of just laid out the timeline of what we were experiencing, where it's like the sweet spot, right? Is that what you're talking about, basically? Where it's like, where do we land with all this? And I feel like we're in a really good place now, because, of course, we've done this league four times now, seen it all the way to its end. um, Everyone's got their games in. Of course, the format's changed every time. So we talked about that kind of World Cup format, Secret Wars 1, Secret Wars 2.
1: And so Secret Wars 3 was a little bit of a different animal because we tried to do, we did a what-if league where we had um, where well, we had a draft where you draft we broke the broke the league up in two different groups yep. um, that roughly were big enough where with the amount of models that were at, at the time you'd use up all of almost all of the models. And so you draft your team, your first leader you draft was your leader for the whole team and everybody was affiliated. And yeah <laughs> That was bonkers.
0: It was cool. Yeah.
1: Venom affiliated with shield. Real good.
0: That was me. That's that what was I did.
1: You. That was you. Cause I remember I played you and I, and I remember thinking I'm so smart. I've got Hawkeye. I'm all ready to go. It's like the perfect anti-venom <laughs> tech. And I shoot him. What do you mean? He's coming towards me.
0: Yeah. Shield aggressive. Yes. And then Venom attack back. Yeah.
1: yeah and then all of a sudden Hawkeye gets eaten. What's up with yeah. that?
0: <laughs> what is up with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to talk about some of our rosters briefly here in a minute because there were some fun rosters in the league, but that league in particular, I had a lot of fun because the, the apex of that league for me, Patrick, was the last pick I got on my draft was Colossus because no one wanted him.
1: Yes, that's right. That's and right. I
0: ended up winning the finals of that league with Colossus being shield affiliated and just not dying. And then grabbing an extract and using the shield mobile to get to safety, which is a very thematic, like Furies, like Colossus has the objective, go send the shield mobile to get him out of there, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's very thematic. It's also a, it's also a fantastic flex to be able to win the game with literally the last pick in the draft.
0: <laughs> yeah, and a model that people still frown down upon um, at the moment, which is weird because... Classes up, but yeah, it's it's been fun. So, yeah, those were the first leagues. And yeah, I mean, just to paint a picture, I mean, how long ago this was, if you've been a listener to the podcast, of course, the things I was playing on the podcast, off and on, these were things I was playing in the leagues. And of course, I was talking about it on the podcast. But Secret Wars One, I played Spider Foes all of Swiss, and I played a couple rounds at the end with Sam when I first started playing Sam. So, just take you back through like the Jesse timeline of teams. I mean, it was all Spider Foes, you know, for a long time and then that was when Sam literally first dropped and you know a lot of people were saying Sam was bad I thought it was just a crazy thing yeah I got to play Sam in the finals of the Secret Wars and um, I, I was like yeah, I'm done with Spider-Foes and let's start learning Sam and that's kind of where my love of those teams began you know uh, or it was already there with Spider-Foes but then of course with Sam it began and I played that for some time and that went into Secret Wars 2 which was I had a completely different roster entirely you know so it was like trying different stuff at different times is always my favorite parts about these leagues think you should join because it's guaranteed reps with teams that you might not get to play because you know tts is a great tool that gives you access to all the models but also you've got these set games with great opponents that are all very wonderful people to hang out with in comms and play games with and you're learning a team you know
1: plus you get access to the the discord where then after your game is over you can kind of put a battle report out or you can talk about it and say, Hey, this happened. What did I do wrong? Or this happened. I don't know what I should do. And you've got this amazing community that'll come around and say, Oh, you should try this or, or you should do this or Hey, try this. So, I mean, it just, it it, it really is. It's just a way to supercharge not only getting better at the game, which is true, but also having more fun at the game.
0: Oh, More fun is absolutely the way. And, you know, I think it's, we said this is like evidence. You can look back at your games from our previous leagues and see what you learned, see how you did. But also like, these are snapshots in time. I mean, for me, Patrick, in particular, secret wars two was one of my favorite leagues because it was when I, I had moved off of Sam and spider foes entirely and was just diving fully into convocation for the first time. And, you know, listeners, of the podcast know very well, very well. Now it's probably one of my most played teams and one of my, one of my favorite teams that I've, you know, come to love and people know me for playing and it all started in that league and it's like i played convocation that entire league every game you know all the way to the finals and supreme strange just rules he just you know he's he's the best
1: he's real good he's able he's real good pulling people around and and moving a hulk up to where you want to punch in that's uh, that's that's not terrible
0: <sighs> sounds like a an example patrick <laughs> from,
1: from a game Not that I'm speaking from personal experience or anything.
0: (laughs) Not at all. But um, so that was Secret Wars 2. And then, of course, we just mentioned the draft, which was Secret Wars 3. And that's when I you know, I was playing shield and I actually tried to draft only shield models for myself personally. Cause I was like, well, this is a draft league. I'm going to have fun. Obviously I'm going to draft venom, but it's like a lot of it's just going to be me trying to learn shield because I just, I'm trying to learn them and get where I can play them competently. And, um, so I drafted as many shield models as I could should have grabbed Iron Man earlier. He was gone immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it makes perfect sense. But, um, that league was so fun because it was just wackiness every round. Right. And, you know, something we'll probably pursue in the future another time, but maybe in a different format. We we learned from that league that people really enjoyed the format, but they didn't. Most people didn't want to do an entire league of that format, like all everything, you know, cuts, finals, you know, and I get that because they want to get more back to, okay, I'm learning Avengers, so I'm playing standard Avengers, but you know, so I get that, but it was a fun experiment that I think went very well. So let's talk about Secret Wars 4. So this is kind of where we kind of, We've kind of lasered in in our format at this point, right? I mean, we've kind of locked in exactly what we're doing now Secret Wars Five.
1: Yep. So th- this this very much falls into the category of don't reinvent the wheel. Secret Wars, Secret Wars Four, we started to do what the, the kind of the, the 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 big TTS league had been doing. Not only did we run it the same with with Swiss going to a cut, but we tried the same rule they did where your rosters aren't locked. So every round that you play, you don't have to play the same team for the whole time. If you want to play right. if you want to play Sentinels in round one, and then Avengers in round two, and then Convocation in round three. You can play whatever you want to play every time. And right. that really I think it I think it makes the league so much more accessible. You know, if if you're you know, if you're 0 and 2, not like I'm speaking from experience, but you know, and if you're 0 and two and you're stuck with a roster eh, you know, what kind of it's, it's really hard to, to, to get motivated to be able to, to play the string out. But if you know, it's like, you know what, I got to play this game anyway. I want to, I want to see what brotherhood feels like, or I want to see what yep. midnight Hunts feels like. And it's I really mean, neat. Yeah. And GTS you've got all the models. It's not like, you know, you, so you get a chance to, you get a chance to try it out with, Really, nothing at stake, and you know, maybe you find, maybe you find something that that fits you. Maybe you find something that absolutely does not fit you. But either way, it just <laughs> it gives you a reason to want to play a game outside of you know trying to trying to try to make trying to make cut or something like that. So it's just, I, it, it was, I think, I know, I remember listening, kind of listening into the discussion, and when that rule was announced for the big TTS league it was there. People weren't sure, but I think once they actually Mm. pasted it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is absolutely the way to go.
0: It's a light bulb moment for sure. I I think it's absolutely the way to go going forward for all these bigger leagues that are global like ours is as well, where it's like, it rewards both sides. For instance, in secret wars four, I only played two teams. I played by two primary teams. I played shield and X-Men, but I just, you know, I just alternated when I felt like alternating and having fun. It wasn't any sort of like high level choice of the week. It was, it was, I was like grinding my primary teams, but I still had two, you know, which is very unique. Right. But also... It's not like discrediting anybody that just wanted to play all five games with their brotherhood team, you know, and just laser it in. Or also someone, like you said, Patrick, who's like playing maybe one or two games per team of the five rounds, right, of Swiss. So it's like you could do anything you want. You get what you want out of it. If you're just trying to learn new teams, you're trying to experience new stuff, you're just trying to have fun, you're trying to laser in on one team, all the options are there to you.
1: Well, or like even if there's that one team that you want to get better at. You know, you can use it to say, all right, let me use this team, let me try this set of crises, or let me try this set of tactics cards. So, I mean, you really get a chance, I mean, if you get the team that you like, it's also a really great ability to, in a real, you know, in a condensed period of time where you know where you're going to get the games against someone, you know, you're not just finding some rando on TTS. You know, and then you get an opportunity to say, you know, you get you get to particularly like with all the new crisis comes out. It's like, hey, let's let's see what senators feels like with this team or, you know, I want to I want to try this set of crisis cards because I've never had a chance to play them because I don't know what they feel like. And I am i don't want to waste this opportunity to do anything other than take what I'm comfortable with and I think is going to maximize my ability to win. It's it's the perfect opportunity. It's it's not, I won't say it's not competitive. Everybody likes to win, but it's not you also don't feel such pressure that, you know, if you lose one game that's like, eh, well, I'm packing up and going.
0: Absolutely. And I think you nailed it too with the like, these leagues are a great way to try new teams, but you know, maybe somebody in the past tried a new team and they're two games in and just Midnight Suns aren't clicking for them or they're just not enjoying it. Well, now they're not penalized for rather than dropping, you know, let's let's hope they would never have to do that. Rather than dropping or rather than playing the rest of the league out as Midnight Suns when they're not really feeling it, they could just swap back to one of their mainstays or swap to something new, you know. And I, I really, like that a lot and i think this is going to be a tool that i always flux and flow with with this as well where it's like okay am i am i prepping for a big qualifier or a major event like lvo okay i'm just going to lock in my primary team and only play them the whole league Am i just in an expiration mode which I, i currently am right now so this is exactly what i'm doing for secret wars 5 I'm going to try all sorts of different teams, try things, you know, it's like learn models. I don't know, you know, I don't know a lot of the villain models in the game. So uh, this this league is probably going to be a time I explore a lot of villain teams and just learn, you know, and have fun and um, do the best I can with these new teams. And then, you know, if I make the finals, maybe switch to a primary team or something, you know, so there's options. There's just all kinds of options, you know, and you, know, you never know, you might just fall in love with a team you've never played. And that's kind of the greatest joy of this too.
1: It lives in this really cool space where it's, it's more structured and more leaguey than your kind of friendly weekly game, game at your game store. Yeah. But it's not where you have to grind for 100 games with your particular list to get ready for you know your, your, your big LVO or LVO qualifier. It, it kind of lives in that middle space mm-hmm. where you get kind of the best of both worlds. And it helps you, I think it helps you, it it helps you prepare for like, if if you're planning on being more competitive, if you're planning on going to one of these events, and you want to do as well as you can, then it gives you the ability to do that without kind of just feeling like you're just kind of tossing models and throwing dice on the table, you know, on a on a Friday evening at your game store.
0: Perfectly said. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you can never discredit um, i've learned as a player trying to improve in the game and stuff you can never discredit like the value of just playing models you've never played you know oh, yeah so so the thing that patrick referenced earlier i'll just reference again you could be playing let's say you were playing x-men the whole league you could be playing x-men the whole league but between matches swapping in other x-men or other models of splashes that you've never played right and it's like you're getting that X-Men grind and learning them and, and kind of trying to master the leadership. But then you're constantly adding in new characters, new models and learning something new about them as well. So simultaneous, you're you're grinding a team and you've kind of chosen one path, but then it's like, you're always changing out the couple splashes at the end and trying new things. And I, I think you learn a lot from that and it's very fun and it's very invaluable really. So all that said, as Patrick said, we're not reinventing the wheel. So Secret Wars 5 and yes, you know, we didn't even get to the name, Patrick, um, on the air. I know we've talked about it on, you know, uh, various channels of the podcast many times before. But the name of our of our league is Secret Wars. That's right, Fury Secret Wars.
1: Fury Secret Wars. I did some extensive archival research, which means I did a did a <laughs> did a history search on the Discord. It, it appears that Doctor D actually came up was the first one to suggest calling it Secret Wars, right? And right. then Rusty was the one who said it should be theory secret wars credit where credit's due and absolutely uh, that's so 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 that's where the that's uh, that's where the name has come from and it's stuck and the
0: third line there is they're both they're both avengers so both Avenger producers so you know makes sense
1: so for those of you who have not yet joined and who have not yet had a chance to see this the the spoils of victory are you get your name in the hall of champions next to the beyonder saying that, Mm. you know, all that you desire shall be yours, which so far has been four times with Jesse's name on it, which we're all, I'm not going to lie a little suspicious of.
0: It's not rigged. It's not,
1: you know, you would say that you would would say that
0: that. actually I'm the one who never says that other (laughs) people say that, but I'm parroting what they would say in spirit, you know? Okay. If you, if you heard the Painting Gallery episode recently, this was said a lot <laughs> recently. Uh, it's not rigged. Painting Gallery's not rigged either, but we just got to keep that quote going.
1: Yep, I'll allow it.
0: Well, let's be quite frank too, Patrick. The leagues are not getting easier. <laughs> Certainly not. Really. Wow. Some of the last finals games I've had in the last couple of leagues just unbelievable players unbelievable like matches um shout out to one absolute matt who i played in the secret wars three finals he was playing guardians and he just brought the heat with that and of course he's signed up for the next league so that's there and of course shout out to secret wars four more recently in young uh i war game we played the finals of that also crazy crazy finals of x-men versus shield you know which is just a cool finals matchup but yeah, it's, uh, these players don't make it easy, Patrick. <laughs>
1: they don't. They don't. And, and, you know, for, for players at your level, that's fantastic. You know, for the rest of us mere mortals, if, if, if you are considering doing this, this should not be the, oh my God, this is really hard. I shouldn't do this. Right. This is what you, what you should look at this. This is your opportunity to get a masterclass in how to play Marvel Crisis Protocol. Mm. Because I have never, played a game against someone who's really really good where they haven't been willing i mean i mean let's let, let's not kid ourselves you know you'll get curb stomped, but in the process of being curb stomped, they'll walk you through this is what happens this is what you did this is what you could do better you might want to consider doing this mm-hmm. i mean where else you know if you're gonna you know you, you could you could go online and pay $500 and say, I would like a coach to teach me how to play this game. You do not need to do that because you're going to get that by playing. Just included.
0: Like, yeah. 100%. yeah. It's like our group is so such a great group of people that it's like, you're going to learn something nonetheless. And then if you really ask questions of some of these top tier players in this league, because we have a large amount of them. But on top of that, we also have people like who are not as competitive with the game who also just play every league and they obviously every league get better and better, right? Is what Patrick's talking about. And I'm not saying like certain people are really good. Some people are, are not. I'm just saying it's like, you know, it's the rising tide lifts all boats thing where it's like our league, I think is very unique from the TTS league in some ways. And one of the ways we're very unique is we're a smaller group of equally passionate, if not more passionate people than the TTS league, which is obviously a larger group. And we've got a large spread of players and player skill and just, affiliations, and so like the possibilities are kind of endless what you're gonna play and see, but at the end of the day, it's still a smaller, more considerate group just because we, by the nature of us being smaller, we kind of we're just getting to know each other better, you know, so I think we're kind of in this unique position of we're like just as competitive, but we're also just as casual as the main league, but at the same time, we have a lot more community interaction and um good hangs, really that you just don't get in the primary league, to be frank.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've lost track of how many times where I've played a game and then I've stayed online for another hour or two afterwards and either talked, about the, either talked about the game and how it went or just wandered off into basically just, just hanging out. So it, it's, it is, if you are hearing this and you are not a member of the Patreon and <laughs> you are thinking about it, What in the world are you waiting for? It is the best dollar you will spend every month. I can guarantee you that.
0: Patrick, you're a pro because you just set me up. Could transition me perfectly like you're a very experienced podcaster. So we'll go right into this Patreon bit because I think there's a lot going on. And I think Patrick's absolutely right. So we've got to thank all all of our sponsors right now. (laughs) Our patron support for you find us at patreon.com slash for you If you enjoy our show, consider supporting us and joining our discord community. Of course you get access to the league, get access, more access to the hobby channels, but all the hobby channels, painting galleries, no name and league aside, it's just worth it to get access to our community and be part of the community. Um, as Patrick said, the $1 a month at the lowest tier, we take this time to thank all of our patrons for the support. We have a patron of the week to thank this week, Patrick. It is Christopher. Thank you, Christopher.
1: Good job, Christopher. Good job. Thank you so much.
0: And of course, we cannot do the show without our Avenger producers. That's Rusty, Dylan, Nathan, Rich, Jason, and Puyan. They really make the show happen. They make a lot of things behind the scenes, keep the lights on happening. It's absolutely wonderful. And so we cannot do the show without them. But yeah, Patrick is talking about the Patreon because all this wouldn't be possible without the people joining the Patreon because... Once again, there's another layer of our community, right? It's like everyone in this league, Patrick, has chosen to support the podcast in some way and also support the podcast and get access to this community and be part of this, really. And it's, there's multi layers of community, I think, going on.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's all people who are going to listen to Furious Finest to start with. So everybody's kind of starts with the same vibe. And then, you know, then then you come up to the next level where it's like, all right, I want to make, I want to be, I, I, I'm willing to, to give, put a little skin in the game to be part of the community. And, uh, you know, I will tell you, it's as as someone who had never done tabletop gaming or anything like this before, okay, um, yeah. it's just, it is, it's a, it's just a really cool group of people to be around. You know, I've, I've learned a lot about the game. I've had a ton of, I've had a ton of fun. I've had a ton of fun getting to know some people talking about stuff that had nothing to do with crisis protocol. I had some kind of tough stuff that I had to deal with and, you know, I'm not going to lie. That was part of the community was part of helping me get through That's that awesome. and, and, uh, and, you know, and come out on the backside better. So it, it's just, it's, it's a, it's just a really cool place to spend some time. I, I do from time to time get, ugly glares from Mrs. Law talking guy, wondering why I'm on my phone so much, but it's. Worth <laughs> it.
0: Yep. That's all of us part of this community. Cause it's, you know, I, I heard some really nice praise from um, some friends who became patrons and joined the patron community some time ago. And they were telling me that what's really unique about our community, um, there's multiple things that are very unique about our community. And one of the things they pointed out, which I thought was pretty neat, and I hadn't really thought about it that way, was they said, you know, for its size, the Freeze Finest Patron Discord is unbelievably active. I'm in, and this person was telling me from their first person perspective, I'm in multiple Discords of thousands of people that are less active than the Furious finest Discord. And you know, we are not thousands of people, you know, we're a smaller number than that. So it's like we got some cool folks that want to talk and hang out and talk Marvel and as Patrick said, talk other things too.
1: Yeah, it's it's bonkers how quickly conversations can can really spin up. And I there's there's people in the community now that I I feel like they're my friends and I know them and yes, I and, and at some point in time I'll know what they look like.
0: Right. Yeah. No. It's 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 a very. Uh, it's just so cool. We like Chris and I get to be any part of this connective tissue, in any way, because we got sub communities within the Greater MCP community, and one of those is this Furious Finest Discord. And of course, just even if you're not part of the Discord, you're you're just a listener of Furious Finest. You're part of this community as well, uh, the Greater Furious Finest community. So, all that said. All this is part of the patron discord. And um, I appreciate Patrick saying it's the best dollar you're going to spend. But yeah, if you want to join as low as dollar a month and just get access to our discord, that's a great way to do it. And um, it means a lot to us. But more importantly, it means a lot to us that you're just joining the community. It's less about the numbers or the finances. You know, it's just growing the community and people actively choosing part of that. And um, yeah, it's also another cool thing about a patron community, Patrick, that's, you know, of course, you got to be a patron, to be part of it is there's no like trolls or, you know, sort of issues or, you know, people wanting to, uh, I don't know, ruin people's fun and stuff, you know, being a fully open discord, just that $1 paywall can
1: really eliminate some of that. You know, there is a benefit to being a gated community. And, and I mean, to be clear, it will be the best dollar that you spend, but you can spend more. <laughs> there are higher levels in the patron that you can join to not only feel like you are supporting uh, sure. the community, but you also get more benefits as well, including some really cool after dark episodes, which are a ton of fun to listen to. So, so dollars great. If you want to, if you can kick dollar a month in, <laughs> that's dollar you're going to spend. But appreciate that. feel free to spend more.
0: No, absolutely. And of course, I think a feature people always forget Patreon has. And I really appreciate when certain patrons do this, where it's like you can't quite afford maybe the next tier or two tiers up like you want to, or but you just can't. But you're, you you want to give a little bit more than that than that dollar or something Patreon just lets you choose that number you know so all that's very cool or it's like there's several of you out there they're just giving like two dollars you know and that's not really a tier that we have that exists but you chose just to maybe just add a little more because Patreon asks you that when you sign up so cool things like that um that's always an option
1: you got to come up with the funds to rig the league somewhere Like <laughs> barely so uh yeah
0: this is what's gonna happen every time we have one of these you guys are just gonna razz me about the league it's okay
1: Pretty much, it's
0: part of the gig. Hey, look, look, you look, you look! I stand by. I play a different affiliation every time. You know, at least I got that in my back. You know, it's not like I'm just like, like, oh, just he won four times with Avengers. Okay.
1: <laughs> look, you got four. This is one of those times where the response is, "I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I have four league championships in my ear." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, okay. See, this is why I'm not a sports guy, Patrick. See, that was I. That's not the response I went to,
1: but that's see, that's reframe my like, brain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These four tro- these four straight trophies I've won are in my ear. I really can't hear what you're saying.
0: <laughs> well, and you know, I think Patrick's showing this quite well in the audio format of the podcast. But if you're not part of the <laughs> patron Discord yet, I mean, there's some fun um, <laughs> conversations and memes going around, just you know, about this very thing you're talking about that I've somehow won four of these, which is unbelievable.
1: I I think it might have something to do with the fact that you're really good at the game. Oh,
0: I appreciate that.
1: I not That might be like.
0: Me knowing the game might be an element for sure.
1: Well, I will tell you every time I have played you and you've brutally kicked my head and I have learned a ton and have gotten better as a result.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And I think what's been really cool for me with this league is a lot of patrons that I have played in the league have reached out to me after and we've, We've picked up games in the interims of the leagues, or in the times in between. You know, shout out to people like Johnny Fig. Like Johnny was just getting in the game when he first joined. I think he joined Secret Wars 2. and now he's like one of our always a contender in the league, always doing amazing stuff. And a lot of that's because he just jumped in the leagues. Now he knows the game like the back of his hand. And you know, he's a good example of someone like I always get pickup games with. You know, and we wouldn't have that if we didn't play in the league. You know what I mean? Before that, we wouldn't have these like. Oh, do you want to get a pickup game? You know, big shout out to Jeremy, uh, Ghost Bear. I mean, I'd never played Jeremy to the league. I knew he's a, a active and a very important part of our community, but it was like we'd never played. And then we played, and now me and him play all the time, you know? So it's like, completely separate from the league you know so you can form some really cool relationships in these leagues and um man there's people that do not make it easy for me patrick so it's it's definitely not rigged
1: in oh, that I, way. it is i i will uh i will let uh I'll, okay guys li- listeners you're not even a patreon woman i'll let you in on a secret it's not rigged we're just giving him grief but don't tell jesse that's yeah, it don't tell me yeah exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to keep me on my toes. That's right, 100. There was some talk about I don't know. I there was there was a rallying. There was a mob forming at some point on the last league after I took the title barely because I War Game did not make it easy for me. And it was like, should we make Jesse play like a weird team? What what are we doing next time? So I'm all ears. I'm all ears for some of that.
1: I think there was thought process about how we'd have like everybody else play in the league, and then like you're the final boss in the world <laughs> Okay,
0: okay, and I'm playing unaffiliated or something.
1: Not entirely certain how that's going to work, <laughs> but it just feels right.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Bowser is a pretty cool design character, you know. So <laughs> there you go. Don't exactly align uh, up with his ideals, but
1: <laughs> not 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 so much. But
0: yeah, know. not so much. But I'll I'll take his design for sure. He's 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 a cool in-game boss. Uh, yeah, we'll figure that out. Um, my goal this league is to just try different stuff and learn some models i just don't know and um that's my personal goal and see how that goes and now's our time patrick to close out the show and talk about secret wars five so let's do a quick summary of like how it's going to work the rules and then the schedule
1: so as it sits we are gonna it's we are playing almost identical to amg challenger rules so we're going to have We're going to have two Swiss formats. We're going to have one for US-based players and one for non-US-based players. One of the things that we've had struggles in the time is when we've had matchups with people who are on different parts of the globe. They have a hard time getting their game schedule. So we're going to, uh, for, for five, we're going to try a US tournament and then a world tournament. We have made the game rounds two weeks in length instead of one week in length. So again, all of us have actual lives to deal with. So we have found that trying to play one game a week, given the nature of this kind of a tournament, it just we ended up having lots of people that just forfeited. So we're going to try a two-week game period so you've got plenty of time to get things in and get things scheduled. What we'll do then is we'll do a top cut, and some of that will depend on how many people that we've got sign up, whether we'll cut to a top four, whether we'll cut to a top eight, it just depends on how big the total amount of players will be. And then it'll, it'll work, the, you know, the, the top eight will play for the title game, we're not going to do a consolation bracket, people can certainly play games if they want to play games, I'm happy to schedule games about that. But what we found is that for something like this, consolation games are cool when you're at a live event because you're there. What else are you going to do? Right. For something like this, consolation games are just don't make a ton of sense. So we're going to play. It's It's five two-week game rounds, and then we'll cut to a top either four or eight, depending on how many players we've got. And then that top four or eight will duke it out. And then Jesse will put his name on the board for the fifth time.
0: You just jinxed it now. So there it is. It won't be me. It'll be someone else. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, It's always one of my favorite, just, just things is to have these scheduled games with patrons. Because for me, as you know, the main person behind this whole thing, it's like I get to put faces and, and voices to all these names, you know, which is absolutely wonderful. And yeah, I've played a lot of different players over these leagues, Patrick, which is really cool. And it's cool to see a lot of reoccurring names and people that just get better every league, just straight up. Just people that, I mean, John Luca, he makes that top cut every time, I swear, you know, like stuff like that, where it's like, what absolute Matt, Ronan around Matt, you guys, if we're going to talk about anything that's definitely not rigged is seeing similar top eights and stuff every time you know it's it's it makes a lot of sense you know my good friend uh moves jones you know moves jones he he's a local friend seems to always make those cuts so it's like there's cool features of the league and there's also like people that just show up at different times like new seasons that i've never played you know and never seen so i think we're gonna have a lot of that this season which should be very exciting a lot of new players and also a lot of returning players looking forward to that so you talked about the two-week format patrick and you talked about how rosters are fluid you can pick a different roster every game maps of course are picked off of the strict card map on tts we've never had an issue with this but it's and it's in the rules but it's just part of what we choose to do and then, of course we do all this through long shanks and basically at the end of every two-week cycle in the PM, get all the stuff in for that previous two week cycle. And then we kind of solidify those two weeks. And then I start the pairings for the next week. And that's kind of how the cycle goes until the final, like until the
1: top cut, right? That's right. My, my, my job is to, as we're getting closer to the end of a game round is to be harassing you to figure out if you're going to play your game or not. Yeah. Which is, which is fine. If I I am good at being annoying, that is no problem (laughs) on my (laughs) part.
0: Yeah, I've had to do it too. And it's, you know, it's part of the gig with us helping run this. And, you know, you've got to figure out sometimes stuff just happens in people's lives. No ill intent, but maybe they just stuff slips their mind. And then the other player is constantly reaching out and nothing's happening. So typically you or I have to step in and kind of figure out what's going on with that. And we got to resolve that game so we can go and get those pairings for the next week and, you know, not affect all the other players, you know, and that's perfectly fine. Something, if things come up, just let us know and, you know, you can forfeit around and just pick it up the next round like there's no issues and like we said this the intention of this is to get five games have fun you know and just meet people along the way and just keep this rolling so no pressure for you know either part of that you know
1: no this is a this is a this is a zero intensity this is zero intensity event it's it's a lot of fun and I mean look you'd be foolish to say it's not competitive because everybody's at sub level competitive I want to win you know, you don't play a game hoping to lose. So there's an element at which it's competitive, but it is certainly not in any way, shape or form cutthroat. It is, you know, uh, if anything, when I'm trying to get games scheduled, I have to convince people not to forfeit because, yeah. as opposed to having having some big thing that's happened. Uh, again, uh, coming from having <laughs> run fantasy football leagues for a long time uh, I, I have never had one instance of heartburn trying to deal with anything uh, yeah. and if anybody's if anybody's if anybody's going to get the heartburn inducing elements of something like this it's going to be you or me so if you're just playing yeah. in this it's you're just gonna you're just gonna have a
0: blast absolutely and if you like I've never done long shanks before our community knows long shakes pretty well but even if you and your opponent don't know it obviously reach out to Patrick or I and we can help you get your information in, but it's very intuitive. It's very simple. Just make sure you keep your game up when it's finished and then do the long shanks while the game's still up and you have all the information of the scores and the rounds and stuff up and then save the long shanks. And then you can, you know, close your game out, hang out, maybe play a second game with your opponent. There's lots of fun stuff that happens from these, these games. You know, as Patrick said, I've spent many hours post games talking to patrons for a long time, having a really fun time um, doing so. And even helping them, you know, with their lists and stuff and, um, you know, talking the game or talking maybe future games or future lists. So it's kind of open ended, you know, it's really fun. And yeah, as Patrick said, it's like not very high intensity, but it's like we've got this perfect balance of like competitive and casual going on our leagues. And I love it because it's like you can have one of these top cut games that I've played in and both players are just completely relaxed. But clearly it's a competitive game. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's what I love about the league the most, Patrick, because that's kind of the type of player I am. It's like the type of competitive I have is a little different than some of the standard sports type competitive. And that's just how I am. It's more a feature of my personality than my playing. And I, it's really refreshing to like play in our top cuts, like play in the top eight, play in the top four, play in the finals game. And you're obviously hanging out with a like-minded person and there's no issues that accompany any of my games, like with like, like taking stuff back or are we not taking stuff back? Or is it, is it how competitive are we? It's just, it's understood. And I really love that up the league.
1: And for, for those of us who are trying to get better or are, are working on that, I mean, it's really win-win you're either going to get someone that is around your level in which you're just going to have a really fun competitive game Or you're going to run into somebody that's really, really good and they're going to take you to school. But then they're literally going to take you to school because then you get a chance to learn from somebody who's really good at the game and get direct feedback that will make you better.
0: Faster. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're learning more than you might even be learning, especially at your local level too, because we also have the benefit of people from multiple nations and countries and people from multiple metas and play styles, right? So it's like you're also getting that feature as well. So once again, I said it's like it's like we're the greater TTS League, we're just got a more community feel, a tighter community feel. So it's best of both worlds in my opinion.
1: Again, if you haven't joined, it's (laughs) a dollar. What are you waiting for?
0: I love this, Patrick. I love this. When he gets you on every episode, uh, f- for the pay- just for the Patreon bit, you know, and just Patrick.
1: I'm your hard sell guy. That's me.
0: Yeah. Patrick being like, can you can you spare a coffee a month? Can you give two or three dollars a month or something, you know? Um, I
1: say a coffee a month. Where can you get coffee for alone. Right, no, a dollar? I'm a No, not a dollar. But I'm hundred? talking
0: like some cheap coffee somewhere and you maybe choose our second tier, you know?
1: There you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> it really does mean a lot because our goal is just to grow the community. And then, of course, if we can do more with the podcast and you know make this become more of a you know part-time career path which is what i've been doing for some time now um that would be incredible and of course the podcast and these communities and things like the leagues and stuff only improve with all that stuff so it it really does mean a lot when you guys do join and (laughs) patrick's now in a home here but it is very special when people join but yeah patrick the this has been fun talking the leagues this is the fifth one and we're going to continue after this. Uh, we've also, you and I have talked stuff off mic, like potential, like more things like the draft format and stuff in different mediums, maybe. Maybe that's not a Secret Wars thing. Maybe it's a side thing, like more of the consolidation links. It's just, we've we've pursued a lot of stuff and it's like now the community is at a size and a interest level where I think maybe more of that might be possible in the future and we can explore some of that too, you know?
1: Yeah. The, the world is our oyster.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So if you guys are interested in joining the Secret Wars League 5 or you're already signed up, hopefully this is a good summary to like get you ready for the League. And I'll, of course, also give you context. Like if you're not joining the League, at least you'll have context going forward. Patrick and I will return to this in the future. And, of course, Chris and I talk about this all the time on After Dark in particular. I, I try to help Chris build lists for the Leagues and our local events on After Dark as well. So a lot of intertwining content and discussions. So just to give you more context, but yeah, Patrick, this has been really fun. Really happy to have you on.
1: Thanks for having me. This has been a blast, Jessica.
0: It's always great to hang and you and I always like hang long before and after we do anything regarding the leagues or recording or anything. So it's like, you know, in order to keep us laser focused on this, I'm very proud of us. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> I knew when you said you wanted to start at nine o'clock at night that I was going to have a real long morning the next morning. <laughs>
0: we need to let you get some rest, but we appreciate everything you do. Um, I, I know I speak for Chris and everyone that listens to the podcast when it's like, we appreciate this idea and you just make it this fully come to fruition. And like, now it's its own organism and you and I can just tweak it every time. That's all we have to do, you know, which is honestly the best part because it's self-sustaining, just like the painting out with no name, you know, it's like, it's, we only have to make tweaks really at this point, you know, and we're always open to suggestions.
1: Well, and, and I, I can say with all honesty that I am, thrilled at the opportunity to get to do it. It's a ton of fun. It is a ton of fun seeing what the league has become. And,
0: and,
1: you know, just kind of the idea of what it could be or what's coming next is, it's just going to be a blast. So get your dollar in, come join us. It's going to be a blast.
0: (laughs) Well, we all thank Patrick for all your time and effort into this. And um, of course we thank you listener. If you're even thinking about joining the leagues in the future. And if you can not do this one, like, definitely be thinking about Secret Wars 6 which will be coming very shortly after this and you know what's very cool about the leagues is the game's always changing the meta is always changing I mean new models are always coming out and like the league is just always giving you options you know and uh, just cool stuff on top of your normal real life games and I get really excited about Patrick just knowing I have a game scheduled every one or two weeks you know away for the league so for me it just keeps me focused on you know just like I know when life gets hectic and I don't get to go to the games Store go to local tournaments for some time. Sometimes it's like a whole month for me or more. It's like I know in the very least I'm like, well, I got a Super Warriors League with a patron coming up. That's very exciting and and very cool. And it's like keeps me focused on the game, which is great too. So it's it's like all encompassing. There's a lot of cool layers, you know.
1: And it's a little bit like the painting gallery too. It's a little bit of accountability where, yeah, certainly, if you just kind of plan to play. If something gets in the way, it's like, eh, I can, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do something else. But if you know you got it going, it's just that little bit of extra push to do something that you want to do anyway.
0: Yeah, and usually, like, I I know players too that have been like, maybe this is the thing you're talking about, Patrick, with like the forfeit thing, where you're like encouraging people just to play it, and like I've heard people be in that thought process, and then they end up playing the game and they're just very happy they did, you know, and they're like, you know, I'm actually happy that was scheduled. It was kind of a stressful week, but and I was kind of overwhelmed thinking that I had a game schedule, but then I, then I played it and then it was great. And then now I'm refreshed and ready for, you know, the, the next game coming up in two weeks. So it's like, I don't know, it's, it works with everyone's schedules and uh, it just stay in constant communication with your opponent. And um, this community is very inviting and very open so you know we all work around what's going on in everybody's lives because the ultimate goal is this as patrick said is just to have fun with the community and kind of that that accountability but it's like also like we all know we have lives going on so it's all just a feature of you know we're we're all making we're all making choices to make this happen and a lot of it is just flexibility
1: yeah the two-week game period will help with that and I mean, let's face it. Is there ever any point in time where you finished a game of crisis protocol and thought, Oh man, I really wish I hadn't put that time in. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That never happens. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you can do it with new players and, and, and people learning, you're playing players doing stuff that you've probably never seen before if they're from different areas and countries and stuff. So I, I think it's highly valuable and um, we would love if you guys could join if you haven't, but you know, Last little bit here, Patrick, if if you do join the patron discord and you weren't part of it up until now, all you got to do is when you join the patron discord, make sure your Patreon is linked to the discord. It'll immediately add you in the discord and immediately just scroll down to the secret wars league category. We have all the documents in there under the documents tab, but we also had just the general chat. And that's also a good little mini community within the greater community as well. We always have discussions about what happened in the games and and you know who did what at what times and you know what crazy things happened in matches so if you're looking where you sign up and where you get involved that's exactly where it is and it's just a simple tab on the discord under secret wars but yeah that's pretty much it patrick we really enjoy you being on and i need to let you sleep
1: sleep is overrated
0: it is we get to do cool stuff like this when you skip sleep but you know you got to got to get it at some point you know so once again really appreciate you coming on
1: well thanks for having me Jesse thanks for putting this thanks for putting this all together thanks for creating this uh, this really amazing community that we all get to be a part of
0: Uh you're too kind I I just appreciate everything you said and I appreciate you guys being part of it I mean it just humbles Chris and I every day just the things we hear from people or just seeing the community interact and it's just a cool thing to know like something exists that didn't exist some time ago you know and people get value out of that and that's all I can give you know and I'm always working every day to make podcasting community hopefully better and hopefully you know our goal we started the podcast with right at the beginning was just to get people more enjoyment out of their games and more enjoyment out of Marvel and more enjoyment out of playing their models on the table. And that seems to be working. So we're just going to keep pursuing that
1: mission freaking accomplished.
0: You know, something that keeps me going, Patrick is like all these other podcasters that do content where it's like, I can't play the game for two weeks. What am I going to do? I'm going to live vicariously when I'm working and stuff like or mowing the lawn, like listening to podcasts, like watching videos. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a wonderful community. It's a wonderful community and it's fun to be involved with the game, even when you can't play. And so we try to do that. Then you got stuff like Chris's brilliant lore knowledge and you get to learn something new about Marvel on top of that too. So it's, it's, it's all this wonderful thing that we just intend to keep going.
1: Well, we will be secret wars five will be up and running shortly. So I'm sure uh, I am sure dear listeners that you will be getting updates as to Jesse's continued dominance in the future.
0: Of course, Furious Finest is supported by these wonderful patrons we've been talking about on this podcast and getting access to the, the leagues and all the community stuff on the Discord. You become a Furious Finest patron by going to patreon.com slash Finest. You can always find us online at Furious Finest everywhere. Uh, that's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch at Furies Finest and Twitter at Furies Finest Cast. You can always email us at Furiesfinest Finest at gmail.com. And if you leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, it always helps us out. You can find me, Jesse, online on Twitter, Instagram, and other places like Longshanks. That's just at Jesse Aiken, Last name, E-A-K A I N Patrick, where can people find you online? Like discord and stuff.
1: Uh, I am on the discord at, uh, law talking guy. And you can find me on Twitter at Patrick Rungy R U N G E. Well,
0: this has been a fun episode, Patrick, to to discuss the leagues and stuff, and we will return to it very soon in the future. And hopefully we'll, we'll see some cool stuff in secret wars five, like just some cool teams.
1: I have no doubt we will be seeing some cool stuff. Absolutely.
0: I couldn't agree more. And uh, I just really look forward to it. Like one of my favorite parts about all this is like now we are in long shanks and it's like, I just get to see all the cool stuff people are doing. You know what I mean? With teams and stuff. Shout out to Rusty. I think last week you put like four or five teams, right? <laughs> like the five rounds. So it's like stuff like that just really impresses me and excites me. So keep it up, guys. And um, yeah, but thanks again for being on, Patrick. Thanks for having me anytime you're always welcome back thanks for listening true believers
1: excelsior did i get that right got it right the world yes. has gotten even stranger than you already know at this point i doubt anything would surprise me 10 bucks says you're wrong